<laughs> I couldn't remember her name. Hey. Hey, hey everyone. It's Graydon and Laura. We're doing ASMR. Welcome episode of Babe. Of babe. Oh, shit. I just stole your intro. <laughs> What my most episode? comfortable self when i'm whispering you are really yeah. you're a whisper freak yeah what if you this was like the episode where you just took over and now babe <laughs> turned into great and friends yeah. grabe <laughs> and there's like next week a whole new logo and everything that would kind of be an amazing graphic design is my passion of <laughs> you've made a grave mistake <laughs> oh my god i forgot and about the time of year that it should go down yeah. too wait why but just because like last year i guess it was more like in june-ish Ooh. was when ryan left the pod but right. like what if every year it just evolved <laughs> rotated <laughs> it rotated rebranded <laughs> God, that was only a year ago. That's crazy. I know, time flies. Yeah. But here we are, just older. Or go slow. It feels like it was like two years ago. I feel like it feels like about a year. All right. Fine. But I would say this last year has aged me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I say that about you too. Feisty. I did a Snapchat filter. Did you do that female Snapchat filter? I don't have Snapchatty. Oh, really? No, Not yeah. even just for a filter experimentation? No. I don't ever Snapchat. I just use it to like take pictures of myself oh, in okay. the filters. Oh, good. But I did the male filter. That's my cat scratching. Sorry. Lady. <laughs> do you hear her little feet pitter-patter on the floor? Tippy-tap. Cutie. You did what filter? Sorry. I was just like laying outside on my couch yesterday and <laughs> I love that she picks this time yeah. to go fully nuts. She's been it's totally quiet. Little... Now she's playing with a loudest foil ball. Okay, I'm going to go put it's that cute. away. It's a good cat troll. It's a classic cat troll. Now what are you going to do? Yeah. I love it. She's our third guest. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Lady. Um, So I was just like bored, but then I was using this filter where I guess if you're a man, it turns you into a woman. If you're a woman, it turns you into a man. And it turned me into a really hot guy that was arguably hotter Hmm. than... I am as a woman. <laughs> I was like, that wait, on your grinder. all my wrinkles like look good oh. in guy form. And then I was just like, God, fuck the we patriarchy. She's okay. <laughs> She's really, <laughs> <laughs> She's fully, She's lady has gone couch. wild. She's just gone nuts. Um, she just wants to be heard. Well, too late for that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. It's pretty unfair that wrinkles just like, are like, Oh, you're a rugged man. I know. Then yeah. I really got to experience that like up close and personally yesterday. Yeah. I was like, wow, that sucks. We just have it all. <laughs> <laughs> you can have it all. Yeah. It's called being a man. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. So anyways, how are you? <laughs> <laughs> what have you got to say for your species? Oh, well, I just remembered about this. Did you see that movie trailer that was going around Twitter for Loquisha? Mm-mm. Oh my <laughs> god! What is it? It's so it's a movie about this white guy who's trying to get a job in radio, and 
nobody will hire him because he's a white guy. Okay. I'm already like... <laughs> is this a movie that's about to come out? It's coming out. <laughs> it got accepted to like San Luis Obispo Film Festival, and okay. then they didn't actually show it. They like canceled it after it got accepted. I love that. But he still puts it in the trailer that it was like accepted. part of the festival. Yeah. And uh, so then he sees on the same like wanted, or he finds a wanted ad for like a woman of color. Mm-hmm. And so he phones in to do the interview and he pretends to be a black woman no yes this is a, a movie? very sassy black woman does he do a good impression i can't <laughs> that's <laughs> a comment. loaded question <laughs> this question is a test yeah. <laughs> will you pass or will you fail um it's does it- insane it's insane and people were, it's very funny. You have to watch it. What were you going to Is this an independently financed movie? It has to be. <laughs> like it's Paramount. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Backlot. Um, yeah, it's, it's wild that it got made. And then there are like, there are black people in it. And it's just, there must be some kind of mixed up logic that there's, you know, it's about coming together and it's not actually about the color of your skin. And it's just, fucking awful oh my it's god just so tone deaf and so crazy it's I amazing to, to watch though. This movie trailer. <laughs> maybe we should go see that instead of palms tonight should we go see it <laughs> yeah i'm like sign me it's up for in, like, laquisha deep california it's not in I'm sure i know we'd have paying. to like scam our way in yeah Wait, I, why well because because like those movies it's like if they're if they're like problematic or whatever, quote unquote, you don't want to give them money. Oh yeah, of course. Right. So you just want to like you sneak, like, like pay they wouldn't for let palms. Us in. No, yeah. pay for palms, pay but for then palms. see get Laquisha instead. Right. Do a double feature. A really good double feature would have been Laquisha and the abortion movie. Oh, did you see it? No, oh. I needed to take myself on an artist day. I'm going to get it on demand. Okay. And that's when I'll really have my moment. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm here kind of for a really terrible movie coming out. Well, but then the Georgia thing happened and it's like, oh, that's, uh, yeah, not, that's even actually not funny to watch yeah. anymore. It's just like reality. <laughs> Damn. Oh, God. God, Georgia really shanked on my abortion movie Georgia, fun. Georgia don't rules. <laughs> <laughs> my abortion movie fun. I know. Ooh. I was really looking forward to like a night in. <laughs> solo or just like a go into Burbank maybe hit Ikea then go see the abortion movie but then just take a bl- plan B for fun I know yeah <laughs> just for shits and giggles just to see what it does with my, for my hormones <laughs> really go on a roller coaster I like to mix things up yeah. maybe take two plan B's uh-huh. at once then go out and get laid yeah that's <laughs> plan B is your preventative birth control yeah, yeah. plan b is like my rom-com it's like <laughs> what it's like <laughs> and then like you take the, the mean the main the mean character the main character <laughs> pops like two plan b's and then fucks a lot of guys but then gets pregnant anyways but she lives in georgia so she's like i have to have the baby and then hilarity ensues trying to figure out it's kind of like who the father is like a mama mia Wait, meets. how could she have the baby? But she just gets pregnant anyways. The plan oh, B, plan B didn't work. work. Oh, yeah. So it's you can call uh, it Plan C. Yeah. <laughs> is the name of the movie Plan C section? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> she has the baby by C section at the end. All the guys that she fucked are there uh-huh. in the delivery room. I watched Bridget Jones die a baby the other night. Was it good? 
I've seen it before and I watched it again. <laughs> you came back for more. I need to see that now too. Oh, it's a mess. I have a lot. It's just so comfy. It's just like easy watching. I'm here for a renaissance. Oh, have you seen the trailer for the new? No, TV? I've only seen photos of it. But I'm 100%. I'm yeah, in. I want her all over and up in my award season. Yeah. Well, yeah. just her like body language already. You can see she's just embodying. She's got it. Renee has always had it. Yeah. From course. day one. Yeah. Haters to the left, please. <laughs> Haters to the left where you will be in line for a screening of Chicago. Yeah. Where Renee rules. Kills yeah. yeah. Kills it in everything Every, she does. Yeah. <laughs> Um, what were you saying about? (laughs) (laughs) I'd be a really good talk show host. (laughs) I like just a long stare off into the distance, and then just it all just melts away, uh, and then a flop sweat happens. Um, RuPaul (laughs) has a new talk show coming out. Really? Yikes! It looks bad. I just can't anymore. It's too much. Really? I can always with RuPaul. I'm a little bit like, did you see him show up on the late show with Anne Hathaway? Oh, I saw a clip of that where Anne Hathaway like pandered to the gays by talking about drag race. I'm like, okay, girl, whatever you need to say. She's so annoying. Fake ass bitch. (laughs) 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 She wore this horrible suit and like, she was just, yeah, she was like, my dream is to meet RuPaul. And then, of course, she was there. And so RuPaul came out and, like, she cried. And, like, I don't know. There's something. I feel like RuPaul's too high on himself at the moment or something. I know it's, like, be your own superhero and inspirational and stuff. But it's, like, he's drinking his own Kool-Aid. Really, and it's, yeah. it's getting to me. I'm just here for everything RuPaul. But that's that said, I don't. I haven't like watched Drag Race this season mm-hmm. or last season because I just like forget. Yeah, and so maybe I haven't been like overexposed. Yeah, yeah, that's true. We watch all of it and like, but yeah. RuPaul was weirdly like an icon for me growing up. Like for sure, as a little girl, I saw her. Oh, yeah, in drag and was like my queen. Well, and I don't mean to discredit anything she's done, but like just at the moment, it's you're just oversaturated. oversaturated. Yeah. Yeah. And you kind of see a little bit more true colors. <laughs> Not that <laughs> <laughs> you are a polarizing guest. Yeah, I yeah. like it. You're really uh, mixing things up. Yeah. Well, I mean, uh, get yeah. ready for when Graydon takes over the pod. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to polar opposites with <laughs> Graydon. Today I have RuPaul as my guest and it's just an impersonator <laughs> doing blackface. <laughs> like a white guy. Yeah. <laughs> like a bro yeah oh my god i'm really sweating now hiring for your small business if you're not looking for professionals on linkedin you're looking in the wrong place that's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank linkedin helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. 
Speaking, okay, there is one person who has been put in his place, James Charles. Oh, God, this is so fun. Which I don't even follow James Charles. I was just like, okay, no. it's this, like, guy. Freak. <laughs> this YouTuber. Yeah. I'm like, count me out of a YouTuber narrative. Yeah. At all times, that pretty energy, much. This energy up here all the time, like, oh, my God. It's just too much. It's too much. It's Who awful. has the energy like yeah. that? No. I can't yeah. handle, like, constant drama. No. 24-7. Every single thing is drama is yeah. a no for me. And there's they're always like, I hate drama. Don't drag my mother into this drama. <laughs> like, when the mother's never even fault. been it. Yeah. <laughs> So, but I did see, and people were posting about this in the Babe Facebook group, but like James, so he's turned on his mentor. Yes. Who Tati like, Westbrook. Tati, who like creates, <laughs> Tati. Who's 36 and looks 45. Oh, uh, it's you said makeup. it, not me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> You're like, she's he was right to She's her. around my age, yeah. So she mentored him, made him what he was, and yeah. then of course, he turned on her. Yeah. And he, t- yeah, he didn't turn on her. Well, he, he promoted, betrayed he betrayed her yeah, yeah. and promoted sugar bear hair <laughs> at Coachella. Yeah. And she has her own oh, hair line. thing. Yeah. And so that was really fucked up. And then she and, oh, go ahead. made the video. Yeah. And he like was making sexual remarks at her birthday party in front of her parents. And she was upset about that. I'm like, bitch, get a clue. Yeah. I'm like, don't invite him. Then. Yeah, He's don't invite do me. To your... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh God, I could fuck that cake. <laughs> yeah. But then she said that he hit on her boyfriend. He slid into her boyfriend's DMs. Oh, I didn't watch the video, but I, I didn't just, watch it yeah. either. Are you kidding? I have a life. <laughs> but a lot. It's so the drama is so huge that everybody's tuning in, even if they didn't follow. Because yeah, just like her video has like three million or. 30 million views or something. It has an insane, insane number of views. Yeah. Her follower count has skyrocketed. Yeah. She has like got 3 million more followers. Meanwhile, James Charles, everyone dropped him. Kylie Jenner stopped following. Katy Perry Shawn stopped Mendes, following. Yeah. yeah. Sean Mendez yeah. did. You oh. really have to pull some shit if Sean Mendez is going to weigh in with an unfollow. Also, and I also love like, that he's in this gay drama. <laughs> in the gay drama. <laughs> he's pandering maybe, but... Um, there's, there are live YouTube videos of their follower accounts that you can watch. Oh my God. And it's like a competition to see who's going to get to 10 million first. Well, I thought James had fallen off, but now the fans are coming out in mass. No, no, like... no. He's going to go down from six. He started at 16 million and oh, she started okay. at like five. Oh, and she's going up and he's going down. Major. And it's like, who's going to hit 10 million first? Oh, okay. <laughs> I love gonna... that. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's so, it's wild. It's, uh, and it, it happens like every year though. And I love that it's these people who are just doing makeup who have like, they have to talk for an hour while they do their makeup. So they just talk about so much shit, I'm sure. Mm-hmm. And so it just becomes drama. It has to, but like the Jeffree Star thing last year. What happened with Jeffree Star? Things like it was a bunch of his old MySpace tweets and videos were uncovered where he was MySpace tweets. <laughs> Um, (laughs) and he had been super racist oh great but then um sean god what's his name sean mendez sean mendez Mendez swooped in yeah uh shane Shane dawson did a redemption video for jeffree star and just like god they all are like in this twisted web together yeah yeah 
Jeffree Star has some white nationalist energy to him now that I think about it. No, I think there was some stuff said. Yeah. Somehow he's like back on top. We okay, I just started following Jeffree Star not too long ago, but I didn't realize how wealthy he is. Oh my god. They he's all hawk these like full shitty of pallets. Birkins. Yeah. Like literally like 40 Birkins in a closet that was mirrored and it was just a photo of him like standing with his Birkin in his Birkin room and I was like, "Oh, it's like that." You should watch the Shane Dawson thing if you're ready to be shocked because it's just he has so much money. He has like a, his own warehouse filled with his own makeup line. Love. And it's just his wealth is just exponentially growing. It's crazy. I love that we live in an age where people you've never heard of yeah. have like crazy huge audiences and just like print money. Yeah. It's a real anything and can happen kind of world. Each other. And that's the thing. Like they're all getting so rich that they can just say whatever they want about each other and there's, or anything they want at all. And there are hardly any consequences. Yeah. Except for now, James Charles, he's getting some, people just love to see a tear down. People love a cancel. Yeah. Like cancel culture it reigns supreme. Yeah. So that's like a James, like in a week, no one will care. But no. I do. I love Tati. 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 <laughs> Tati. posting her video like her side of the story yeah that feels powerful to me yeah yeah sure because i feel like if they had a falling out and she didn't like come forward people could be like that bitch or something like that yeah, or like sure, try sure. and blame her yep when yeah. really it's just like yo james charles sounds like a nightmare oh god yes i can't can you imagine having to spend he's 19 he is he's 19 and he was the met gala Ugh. Oh, I, that's the other major thing is like he got invited to the Met Gala and he was like dropping hints that he was going. And then he was like, this is the happiest day of my life. This is amazing. And then like the next day her video came out. Or something. <laughs> Team Tati. Yeah, she's, she's <laughs> planned it perfectly. She's like, I'm going to ruin it. <laughs> anyway never here's some new foundation it's like just ruin someone's life <laughs> we're gonna put the blush on the apple of the cheek <laughs> oh god yeah. yeah i love an air it all out yeah video let's do YouTubers that to each other really yeah should we yeah. <laughs> i'm like bye sister Ugh. and then it's just me talking about bye, how i'm not friends with you anymore yeah yeah and that's how you tell me that's how I tell you. <laughs> you leave here today. Then kiss, I block kiss, you. And then yeah. you just send me the video right now. And we after. go see Palms. Oh, yeah. And then tomorrow, when the podcast goes up, I block and <laughs> immediately release another video saying, like, I felt so uncomfortable during this recording. I like, couldn't be myself. He sent me a naked picture of Tony Soprano. Yeah. I didn't ask for it. I tried to play it off like it was a joke and, like, shared it on social media. But really, <laughs> I felt, like, attacked. Wait, did you go on your Sopranos tour? Uh, no. I oh. shanked. And, well, because here's the deal. I, I couldn't get a good... Okay, so I was in New York yeah. and I wanted to go to the Sopranos tour. Yeah. But then it started at 10 a.m. And I was staying in Brooklyn, which just like getting into the city on like a weekday at, to make that time would have been hard. Yeah. And then I was like never fully adjusted to East Coast time. So I was staying up really late oh, and then God. sleeping really late. Yeah. But it was still like early for L.A. I'm an L.A. girl. And then, yeah, I just ended up the weather was kind of shitty. And then I was like it'll still be here. It's not going anywhere. So I'll go next time. Well, like, but I am disappointed in myself that I didn't go. Satriales is a parking lot now. 
Oh yeah. So I mean, also the locations aren't that great. No, they're like we'll take you to Pizza Land. It's like I don't really care. Pizza Land was literally an exterior. It wasn't even an in. That wasn't even the like pizza place they shot at. It's just like a shot of a pizza place. Going to Bada Bing would have been cool. The Bing. The Bing. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) But like, I need to make a more. I want to go and like have a more concentrated New Jersey experience. Mm. Like. I need to connect with some Jersey babes, which I've been in touch with a few. One that said she would take me to Tony's house. So, like, I'm looking for, like, a full immersion Jersey. I want to go. Like, like if you have. With yeah, with locals. real people. Yeah. I don't really want to go on a tour bus. Yeah. I want. If you're an Italian American and you live in Jersey, I want to, like, have dinner with your family. Mm. And eat like mozzarella and like <laughs> prosciutto and like all that stuff. Yeah. Go to Tony Sabrina's house and Bada Bing. And would you strip at Bada Bing? I do a little dance. Little <laughs> Just get up there in your <laughs> caftan. <laughs> Just like really in my like groove kind of shaman out. outfit. Yeah. I do a Grateful Dead, my yeah. Grateful Dead kind of jam dance. Nice. Yeah. Uh huh fully clothed <laughs> but like around the other story I might take off a layer i never understood bada bing because there's the stage and then there's a pit and they're not near the guys yeah how do they get the dollar bills in their g-strings i think they just stick like an arm out they take it or they uh, like stick a leg out and it's a garter situation hmm. it seems like garter. a very like no touch kind of zone okay yeah. Also, anytime they were at, like showing the strippers in the background at Bada Bing, they're only they're just, just dancing. Like, they're a little going bit. back and forth, doing yeah. like a two step. Because they they're don't n- know what song's going to be playing. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Yeah. But there's no pole. I think one time I saw like pole work. Yeah. Because I started really paying attention because I was like, all they do is just shift <laughs> back and <laughs> forth, <laughs> topless. <laughs> it's so strange that there's like five of them up at a time always. But they're always just kind of like. Just, yeah. It's, it's a one, two, one, two with yeah. your tits out, yeah. which is cool. But I was like, this is a they weird vibe amazing. at a porn, like at a strip club. Yeah. Well, strip clubs are strange anyway. Oh my God. Do you know who DM'd me? Who? Michael Gandolfini. No. Yes. Oh my God. <laughs> 2019 truly... is the year. Okay. So I tweeted. Oh, I saw that. Tweet yeah. That I tweeted the good. pictures of him from like the Daily Mail because I saw those and I truly like could not, I still can't believe I got chills on like one side of my body just now <laughs> thinking about it. I could I not believe my eyes. Math. Um, yeah. Like he looks exactly like, yeah. I mean, uh, it's not that shocking because it's like <laughs> his, his son, son looks he, like him. But he looks like his dad. It's really crazy. But he looks exactly like Tony. But like, they also put him through a pretty crazy audition process, apparently. Like really? it wasn't just like. Okay, it was like show the job up and read because the you look like him. Yeah. They actually like put him through the ringer. Yeah, so I figured deserved, they deserved, I think. David Chase looks like the kind of guy that really puts people through the ringer. Yeah. Which I love. Yeah. But so I tweeted this tweet and then it got like a bunch, it got like 3,000 hearts or I whatever. Yeah. And then I was scrolling through like my DMs that I hadn't read the other day and I was like, M. Gandalfie. And then I was like, oh my. What did he God. say? He just said, thanks for the love on Twitter Aww. with like a, some duck emojis. And a heart. And you're I like, was like, one ticket to Jersey. <laughs> I was I'm like, going to be my fiance. I should never have left New York. I was like, vastly goo. I was like, Michael Gandolfini age. And then, 
He's 19 years old. Just like block him somehow from seeing or hearing about how you're obsessed with his dad. I know. I was like scrolling back in the timeline and it's like, Tony's number one on my hot list. I was like, oh my God, I'm actually like a predator at this point. So I I went full, just like nice, like we'll be friends. You just show up on the set in a wedding gown. I'm like, Michael, (laughs) I changed my name to Lara Gandolfini. (laughs) Got all the paperwork. Just have to sign, sweetie. Just sign. Can you get your fingerprint? (laughs) And two drops of blood. Yeah, but he's young, so maybe too young. He's 19. It's not like, mm, but it's like, no, that's it's not, a little bit. I know. Not of drinking age is like. Oh, yeah. That's so weird here. I know. Because it's 18 in Canada, right? In two provinces, I think, three. And oh, then nice. the rest is 19. That's chill. Mm-hmm. That's kind of what it should be. Yeah. But yeah, I was like, maybe he'll come on Babe someday. Oh. Maybe yeah. I'll keep this relationship alive. Yeah. This is the Those beginning of a beautiful burning. friendship. <laughs> Definitely not a creepy one oh, if you're God. listening, Mike. Uh, Can I call you that? Because <laughs> <DM laughs> I'm going <laughs> to. <laughs> oh, I, you had another good one today, Panos. Oh, my God. Yeah, Panos from Lindsay <laughs> Lowe's Beach Club. Yeah. yeah, I'm just getting lots of mentions. Oh, my God. Someone ratted me out for a, pod, a thing I said on Sexy Unique Podcast to, like, Jax. Taylor from Vanderpump Rules. Okay. Because I had claimed that one of the cast members of Vanderpump Rules may or may not be an opioid addict. <laughs> <laughs> Which I was like, should I not have said that in Let's retrospect? Let's get Nikki Blonsky on the case. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, no ratting. <laughs> no ratting. No rats. The <laughs> Wait, speaking rats of Nikki. Rats get shots. I don't know. What oh, yeah. What do rats get? I don't know. Stomped. Yeah, I'll fucking curb Rats your... Let's get snapped. <laughs> <laughs> I'll, do, I'll fucking big pussy you if you catch my oh, drift. I'm just going to no, drift like, out in the boat. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like threatening I'm to kill tripling down. <laughs> Snitches get stitches. That's what it is. Yeah. But you'll get so more than get that. Cut. Sluts get <laughs> You've gone full else. Bundy. Yeah. Um, oh, that's another. Movie. Can we talk about? But wait, ratted you out? Did you get backlash? No, actually, because okay. I think that they finally figured find out? out. Someone screenshotted the rat and posted it in a group. Oh, because they were like, "Did you hear that someone's calling?" And then they were like, "Does Lara ring a bell?" And I was like, "I'm sure that rings a lot of bells, <laughs> yeah. but like, can we not?" Yeah. But then no one said anything, so I was like, oh. "I guess it's true." <laughs> <laughs> It's not slander if it's true. Yeah, I was like, I said what I said. Yeah. Take a piss test then. <laughs> Send it to me. <laughs> um, but we need to actually talk about Nikki Blonsky's like erotic photo shoots that oh, she's no, been I doing. Oh no, I have seen these. You. <laughs> oh my I'm not goodness. up on the blonde. It's time for some Blonsk. They're on Instagram. I think she did one photo shoot with perhaps like a TBD gay of some sort. And 
Oh my god, he's got his thumb in her mouth. These look like those photo shoots that that pe- the people in the small towns do, like hunters and their wives go in and do a photo shoot at Kmart and like she's a topless photo shoot. and like and he's got his jeans on and his trucker cap and he's like holding her tits and Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh my god, one Who's of my fave silly shots of Phoenix Montoya. Who's Phoenix Montoya? Is he a porn star? Transgender pansexual bodybuilder model advocate. Damn. Chic. And but what is the connection? Just it's just Nikki being an ally, <laughs> thumb in the mouth ally. Okay, wait. So there's just that one picture. Oh well, no, there's no, a punch no, no, more. There's oh, my a God. lot. They did this a looks lot like of a bender of some sort, <laughs> <laughs> like uh, or a manic episode. They like where it's shot just these like... in her basement. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> On a roll. Nikki is rebranding as like a sexy, dangrous slut oh, with a secret. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm here for it. I'm a fresh widow. Oh my God. It's so funny. She also posts the same photo and over dog. and over. And then her dog, her pup. Oh, look at that. Cleave. Go yeah. girl. Oh my God. That's a wild turn. It's really Who would good. Have thought? Yeah, it's a new, it. it's a whole new era of Blonsk. I'm sure there's like a whole section of her fan base who would be into that. Oh, definitely. Yeah. If you're doing sexy photos, there's de- there's Somebody's a gonna ton want of them. there's people that are into it. Oh yeah, we and the Lunars made it onto the Met Gala. Yeah, the Lunar T-shirts. Lunar T-shirts. Look at Phoenix Montoya's body. Holy shit. Good for him. Yeah. Um, he's killing it. He's killing he's it. cut up. Yep. Right, Go Nikki. First workout class today oh. in a couple months. Okay. What'd you do? I went to a sweat garage class. Uh-huh. I promptly threw up after the first. <laughs> I was going to ask. <laughs> I was like, oh, that's all like, <laughs> horse and pony again. You have what? What did uh, Amy Schumer have? Hyperedema? Hyperemesis or, or whatever. You've got that for exercising. Yeah. <laughs> This is like going to be, it'll be probably the first four times I do this workout. That is such a a deterrent. I know. It's really, and the harder and harder, the older you get. (laughs) True. Like every time I take a break from working out and get back in the game, it's just a little bit harder than the first time. I've like, I've been on this, I've been doing this since I was 27. (sighs) (laughs) <laughs> when will i learn <laughs> just the barfing only has happened in the past two years oh god but so four just, times i would i would never like if i barfed when i wor- did anything I, it's over yeah, you have a over. sick day i would have a sick month <laughs> <laughs> barfing used to be one of my biggest fears so it's just like oh it's a huge disgusting. fear like a uncontrollable barfing in public like but if i can make it to a bathroom then it's like fine do you know how long do you have like do you get through the whole class and then bar oh no i got through (laughs) one set of sprints i got maybe eight minutes into the class and we did our first 30 second sprint and i was like oh my god it's gonna oh it's happening oh it's gonna happen was it gonna happen and then i was like i can just breathe through this no i can't no i can't and then went in the bathroom is it the cardio I think it's a cardio and like I, there was jump rope. So it was just a lot of like jumping around. (laughs) 
Plus, you had that full English English breakfast before you went. Yeah, I was like had <laughs> two cans of beans. Spent the week before most of the weekend like binge eating, uh-huh. and so I just feel like it was a perfect storm for a bar fest. <laughs> but you can't. Can you like take it at your own pace, or they're just driving you hard? I do take it. At, that's oh, like okay. pretty much at my own pace. Like that's not. I mean, it's I'm pushing myself. Yeah, but I'm not like overextending myself because after that i just really dropped down to like not the bare minimum but it was like i did not push myself up to that kind of like do you have to throw up again after no No, it's usually a one and done okay yeah i mean let's check in in like five years when it's like (laughs) i just die in a workout (laughs) and then afterwards i like couldn't stop sweating you know when you just can't stop i took oh, a shower I'm a i was still sweating yeah yeah i got well, the first time i went to yoga here i brought just the regular old mat and and no, no towel, towel. Oh, <laughs> and, huge mistake and i was just <laughs> slipping on the mat every time i was doing downward dog and i was just like falling off and then i learned but i still like anytime somebody has to give me a correction i'm like oh, i'm sorry i'm covered in sweat oh you know what you need to get is the Lululemon makes a yoga mat for heavy duty sweaters? <laughs> I got one. Well, I have a towel now that fits and it my soaks thing up your good. sweat into the mat and creates oh. like a no slip environment. And I still put a towel over that. Yeah, you're, like it doesn't. You can air it out. It doesn't actually reek. Hmm. Mine smells interesting, but not. <laughs> you're bad. into it. Yeah. Did you ever? <laughs> I love lick your own your hand head. and then smell, smell your it? breath. Yeah. I haven't in a really long time. I like the smell of that, even when it's bad. Really? <laughs> yeah. I don't like bad breath. I just, it's like, it's like your own bodily smells sometimes yeah. work for you. I like my BO. Yeah. Same. I like to like smell my own pits, yep. especially when they reek. <laughs> <laughs> when they're <laughs> super sharp, gruy And they're really like, yeah. yeah. Onion mm-hmm. in the sun. Yeah. Total. They're just like some bow (laughs) (laughs) body uh, odor or like when we used to say when i was little (laughs) b-o like a foghorn (laughs) it's like when someone has really bad bo oh yeah yeah but i like the smell of my own sweat it's a big thing in the gay world to not like i mean especially in berlin and stuff to be just like a sweaty natural yeah yeah well then i'd fit in great yeah I don't know if I like other people's BO as much as the that. key is to find someone whose BO you like. Right. Because like I've dated, like I had a boyfriend who even when he smelled bad, he smelled fucking fantastic to me. Right. Yeah. True love. <laughs> Bye. No Bye. More. <laughs> <laughs> Look at the Kleenex. Yeah. And then I've also dated people that have always smelled bad to me. Hmm. <laughs> That's not fun. <laughs> Uh, don't touch me. Um, um, but yeah, you really got to get a good sniff in there. Yeah, just check it out. Just check it out. <laughs> Make someone first. You have to sniff with the no sweat. That's like just baseline. Do I like your smell? Mm-hmm. Then you need to like have. They need to do some manual labor of some sort, or just like have a hot day, mm-hmm. and then you go in for the real test, which is does your bo smell good to me? Right. And then if that smells good, you've met your match sink those claws in never let go (laughs) get pregnant (laughs) 
go for a light jog and then smell his jockstrap. Yeah. <laughs> I have not really met anyone who's like balls I've liked the smell of necessarily. Yeah, that's fair. What about you? It's different. Yeah. You like a ball scent. Sure. You like a ball scent. One time I hooked up with this guy in Toronto and I like <laughs> came home the next day and he had really nice soap and I said to my roommate, <laughs> I was like, God, his soap smells so good. Smell this. And she was like, that just smells like balls. <laughs> I fully shoved his dick scent into her face. <laughs> Sorry, Jojo. So you just touched his soap, but really it was like his ball soap. Uh, maybe I touched his balls again after or something. I and she was remember. like, you just, I smelled your ball. Yeah, hand. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Oopsie. Sorry. Sorry, Jojo. Um, wait though. I felt in love with a new person that I became obsessed with when I was in New York mm-hmm. and it was the lead actor in the musical Oklahoma. Uh, He's, <laughs> that's a little on the nose. Um, I know, but so, okay. So I wanted to see a Broadway show while I was in the city. Yeah. And so my friend Jenna and I were like, what show should we see? And I thought I would see My Fair Lady because I like that musical a lot. That movie's called, it's so long though, that one. It's very long, but I heard there's like a good twist at the end of this one where like she leaves him at the She's end. An like alien. she doesn't stay. Oh. Yeah, she beams up. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, fuck you. And then like beams up tomorrow. I have learned <laughs> about human culture. <laughs> um, and I liked that premise because I was like re listening to the musical when someone had told me that and i was like oh my god yeah he's such a dick he yeah, deserves it's it like stockholm syndrome yeah he's an asshole I was like i'm gonna buy this woman but then oklahoma was nominated for all these tony awards and so we were like let's see this it's like hot and so we went and it's really hot really oh it's like a new interpretation of oklahoma it's super edgy and like dark Ooh. and like thought-provoking and the main guy who plays Curly is so hot in it. I just was beside myself. Mm. I waited afterwards. For all <laughs> no, outside the back door. <laughs> really? Uh-huh. Oh, my God. I got I love all that. their signatures no, on the playbill. No. And I was a freak <laughs> off the leash. Like, <laughs> they were weirded out by me. Except for him. I finally, like, he came out last. So I had able to, like, harness my insane fan energy how many of you were there there was me and my friend jenna but we were standing at the end of where they would they'd come out say hi to everyone and then we'd be on the tail okay, end. you weren't the only ones no i wasn't okay. the only one it was like a lot of other <laughs> freaks that were overexcited but then jenna like she was a good foil to me because i was just smiling so big and oh, like no. bright eyed and being like oh my god that was amazing and like just like thrusting the perfume <laughs> at them and then jenna's approach she was like how are you and then they would have all these like long conversations with her and i was like What's what am I putting out there that's like desperation, not <laughs> allowing these actors to engage with me at the same level? And then I took a page out of Jenna's book and started leading with "How are you?" And then things got a little easier. You're so just shaking. <laughs> and then to a couple of them, I was like, "I'm from Oklahoma." It was really. <laughs> They're like, great. They were like, that's so cool. And I was like, it is. And in my mind, it was like, they do think it's cool. And then I'm like, now thinking about it. And I'm like, they definitely didn't. Like, I lost all chill. Oh, my God. I went full super fan. Well, 
<laughs> just if you ever meet him again, don't ever let him know you did that. <laughs> <laughs> he did. Well, he's married, anyways. So I found out and googled extensively afterwards. Break them up. <laughs> Break them up. Break them up. I love that. But yeah, if any of the readers make it to the Big Apple anytime soon, you should go see Oklahoma. It's fucking magnificent. I've never seen Oklahoma. I don't know what it's about other than the wind rolling down the plains. Knew all the songs. (laughs) Which I was like, how did I know all of these? Implant you with it when you're born. Yeah. But I think I maybe you'd watch the movie, but I or I'd listen to the whole soundtrack as a youth. On tape, because I used to listen to a lot of musicals on tape growing up. Yeah. So I think that's how I knew it. But I never knew really what the story of it was. Mm. It's just like one guy likes a girl and another guy likes the same girl. Mm. And one of them's kind of creepy and the other one's like a cutie pie. Mm. And then just like hilarity ensues. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it's a comedy. Um. Yeah, it's kind of, it's a comedy. But yeah. this version takes you to all sorts of like dark places Mm, within. I love it. I just like can't say enough good things about it. I didn't know that they like updated Broadway plays. Yeah, I guess they do keep up with the times. They really keep it up. Hmm. And so it's nominated for tons of Tonys and Damon, the lead actor is nominated. Okay. And yeah, it was incredible. Just going boy crazy. Yeah. I was like, Tony, move over. And yeah. he was also an Italian American guy. Oh. So I think I so really just have surface. a thing for Italian American. What about the lawyer from the staircase? Is he Italian? Oof. Oof. I don't know what he is. He's just hot. Do you need a towel? Um. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Crass. We're in I your just, house, so you just feel extra comfy. Go. Yeah. It's <laughs> meant for you if you're sweating, but. Yeah. <laughs> so hot list as it stands right now david rudolph from the staircase yeah tony soprano damon but is rudolph an italian tbd yeah he might okay in which case three things is a trend and then i definitely have a type yeah yeah who's on your hot list but then John Mayer's on my hot list, and he's not Italian. No, but that's like a dark and brown-haired guy, kind of like dark white. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you need some diversity on your list, Laura. <laughs> <laughs> Jesse Smollett's on my list. Really? No. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, but he's attainable now. <laughs> yeah, all you have to do is be like, I believe you. Yeah. 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 I never doubted you. <laughs> do you need a place to stay because you're homeless now oh no <laughs> is he no i don't know oh that was i was like wow that's sad, <laughs> that's sad. <laughs> quickly is <Yeah>. downfall <laughs> but apparently he's not going to be an empire next season Mm-mm. no can't do it no no yeah i'd say he might have a hard time finding new things to do yeah really betrayed everyone i liked the did you see the photos of him in hawaii where he's like it was like he was protesting his innocence like on the phone heatedly to someone while he was like on vacation it's like give it up man yeah like you got off for a while yeah yeah no more attention before you come back yeah Yeah. take the time Mm. yikes um a lot of people have been messaging me that dennis rodman 
Rodman. What is wrong with me today? <laughs> Dennis Rodman Mondays. stole Mondays. a crystal. Yeah. 400 pound crystal from a yoga studio. Or he's suspected of stealing it. Which I love. How do you steal that? Does he, is he, do he carry it out? Can he deadlift that much? Um, if he can, I would like the thought of him deadlifting, <laughs> but then just walking in deadlift form. Yeah. Bent legs straight back. <laughs> Where's he hiding it in his mansion? Did he claim to pay for it? It's very confusing. He is off his rocker though. Yeah, I mean, he's been off his rocker. He's been a babe. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's Started a as a babe exclamation point. Yeah, for sure. And then the wedding he, dress, the, the like wedding fashion, dress, and like the all the cross dressing, the bisexuality. Yeah. It was just like, yeah. It was really chic. Go. Yeah. And then he became like a Kim Jong il stan. Yeah. And then <laughs> things went down from there. Yeah. And now he's stealing crystals. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. I feel like if you steal a crystal, crystal that's says, adding bad karma to your crystal. Or oh, yeah, like, no. Why would you do that? I mean, Amanda Chantal Bacon, I'm kind of an authority on stolen crystals <laughs> after I wrote a thing about the moon juice crystal that was stolen from the silver lake moon juice oh my god so do you remember when that happened it was sad for amanda (laughs) she posted like someone stole a huge rose quartz that they had from the silver lake moon juice and amanda posted a very in earnest like instagram post saying like this is so fucked up and like then in huge caps she was like you do not want the energy of a stolen crystal then I was checking with like other like kind of psychic crystal people for research to see like what happens with the energy of a stolen crystal, but you just don't want it. It's like right. transmuted. Yeah. Like it's not pristine. And yeah. also they told me that if you really want to get if you like a crystals out of your price range, but you just like really want the vibes, just print out a picture of it and look at it. Cause you can get that crystal <laughs> energy just from a photo. don't let the crystal sellers out there know that i know i was like then i believe them because they were crystal sellers your house is just wallpapered in crystals now (laughs) yeah Um, (laughs) take a picture of a crystal you'll always have the energy of that crystal because crystal energy can travel to wherever uh so think about that do you think (laughs) maybe (laughs) they stole the rose crystal from the moon juice so they could sell it that must be it. They must be selling it or they must be stealing these things to sell them or something. I guess. Or they just want it. Like if they don't believe in it and they just like, I'm going to sell this cause I know I can get. I don't know. Yeah. I don't know the price. Stolen for crystals. That- I love that name for like a documentary or something about, about that scandal Crystal <laughs> or, heist. or just all oh, this like stolen valor or something. I'm so worried all the time that people who Airbnb, my 
apartment are going to steal my crystals. Yeah. Airbnb is terrifying. It's a little, it's a lot. Yeah. Yeah. I'm glad that I don't have to do it anymore as like a side hustle because that was a real dark journey. Yeah. Thankfully, no crystals were stolen <laughs> in my Airbnb career. <laughs> Maybe they weren't replaced with. With fake crystals. Fake, uh, sugar, sugar crystals. <laughs> Rock candy. <laughs> like the, Why is my crystal melting? On a stick. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's beautiful, this geode. The Simpsons did a whole crystals episode. Really? Yesterday. I think yesterday. Yeah. Oh my God. What'd they have to say about crystals? I wasn't really paying attention. (laughs) Great story. (laughs) (sighs) Yeah. If you steal a crystal, you're just like really hurting yourself in the process. Yeah. Well, stealing anything. Yeah. But crystals, especially. (laughs) (laughs) Babies go for it. Crystals. (laughs) No, they're off limits. As long as you love them. But (laughs) crystals are a no. Yeah. Yeah. Who else is babe? I feel like a lot of babes came out of the woodwork over like the past week. Oh, well, the Gina Tell Fisher thing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so we don't know if that is like a joke or if it's real. I don't think it's a joke because she keeps posting it. And I feel like with a joke, she would like be like, no, his name is just Bob. kidding. Yeah. The next day or whatever. I don't feel like she's that pranky. Do you? I mean, she like does stuff, but it's obvious when she does stuff like falling on the carpet in front of the Kardashians. Yeah. Sorry. We're talking about Amy Schumer's kid. Oh yeah. (laughs) I'm like, try and keep up readers. And She named it Gina Attell Fisher, which sounds like people are saying it sounds like genital Fisher. Yeah. But then when someone said the genital Fisher thing to me, I was like, oh, that's like a hilarious joke because like a baby having a baby can be the ultimate genital Fisher. But the, yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I I mean, like, there's okay, no I way it. that you can't realize that. But then yeah. she keeps posting in earnest about like the whole name at once. No, just like our like Jean, Jean. Like yeah, oh, and okay. just like because Jean Fisher, that's fine. Yeah, and I guess you're Jean not Fisher usually a saying name. a full name. <laughs> Jean Fisher is really that's cute. really cute. So I don't know. And then Atel is about about her mentor, David. David Tell. Yeah, yeah. So. I was like, wow, I didn't know he was the mentor. Yeah, love that. Yeah, I thought he was dead um <laughs> just male comics of a certain age you're like well he's probably dead you're like he's gone now yeah, yeah that's uh, no, uh still you named that. her baby after him that's so sweet mm. no nope, still alive <laughs> yeah i don't know it's hard to tell <laughs> so if you have any uh, information yeah i think that that is a real name too yeah well good for her who else? Now I'm just scrolling the Daily Mail, but I feel like there were a lot of people. Well, Daenerys really babed out on Game of Thrones. Sorry for the spoiler there, if anybody. Oh, I don't watch it. Got, but yeah. what happened? Well, here comes the real spoilers. She just went fucking psychotic for no reason. Oh, really? Yeah. She's just like crazy? Yeah. It's so stupid. They're really fucking up this season. Really? really sucking. Are yeah. all the fans in hey, together yeah. with yeah. the hate? Yeah. I love that. Yeah. I like that selfishly because I've not fucked with Game of Thrones because yeah. like the hype got too big and like the mountain became too tall to climb. Yeah. And so now it's I like, feel vindicated. Yeah. There's no way. I mean, they can't redeem themselves. There's one more episode. There is the final, final the finale. episode is on Sunday and it's just been disappointing for the past three episodes or so. So yeah. everyone hates the show, uh, uh, showrunners and this is their first ever show that they've ever made. So like they... 
hit the jackpot in a way, but then mm-hmm. they're fucking it up majorly. And even there's like a three minute video of the cast being like trying to say how much they hate it without saying how much they hate it, like on red carpets and stuff. Mm-hmm. And they're like, how, how do you feel about the last season? And they're like, through their teeth, they're like best season ever. And they're just, so, Oh my God, they're shady. <laughs> they're shading it. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. And like Peter Dinklage is like, my character got really stupid for some reason. That's <laughs> so funny. Yeah. <laughs> I love a turn on the writers collectively. Yeah. 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 That's amazing. Yeah. So, so wait, there is everyone battling for one throne or? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And Do we all really think that that like know. Cersei is going to get it? Is she the one with the short hair? She's gone. Yeah. <laughs> oh, got it. Oh, she died. Yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. yeah. Do we think that John Stark is going to get it? John, yeah, Snow. Or yeah, I whatever. Think that's how it's going to end. But anyway, it's like. Do you a feel happy boring, that no? you spent so much time watching Game of Thrones? Oh, I have nothing but time. So. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it's a good use of it. I've been drinking myself to death. <laughs> By the way, I'm home alone these days. So if anybody wants to come over and kill me, I'll leave the door open. Um, <laughs> oh my God. Speaking of getting killed by someone, mm-hmm. but willingly. There was a story out, I saw on Instagram, this like account that I follow, I think it was Velvet Coke had posted a story about Angelina Jolie, how she hired a hitman. (gasps) Oh yeah. Did you see that? Wait, wasn't that in some documentary about her or something? Anyway, I don't know. Yeah, it's in, it's been like out there before, like was published in like a magazine, but it was like, he was just throwing it back to Angie's like (laughs) the moment where she decided she wanted to commit suicide, but she didn't want to do it because it would hurt her family. So then she hired a hitman to kill her. Her dad who she loves so much. Yeah. And then the hitman (laughs) can talk her out of it. He was like, you really have a lot to live for. Like, you should just stick it out. And she was like, okay, fine. I'll give it a shot. But he saw the Angie we all know and love. God, I love that. It's a heartwarming tale. You should reach out to him. Yeah. And give him some cred. May we all be so lucky that, like, the hitman we hire... <laughs> so beautiful. ...is like, don't go through with you. this. Yeah. yeah. I really think that you should think this through. I feel like that's such a weird thing to do, to be like hey, kill me instead of just, like, having somebody else call the hitman to do it. You know what I mean? Like, if you really wanted to die. That's kind of a chill way to die because then you just never see it coming. But then you're terrified all day. You're like, when's it going to happen? When's it going to happen? But then you're kind of free because you're just, like, living your... I mean, I would be terrified. (laughs) Don't get me wrong. I would be, like, always looking around my shoulder, but maybe I would be also into the drama of it. (laughs) Like, it's just, like, an excuse to, like, star in your own thriller movie. Mm -hmm. You could hide in your closet and you could just, like, record yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Like, as it's happening, you could live stream it. I feel scared like someone's in the house. (laughs) What's happening? I hope I don't oh god <laughs> but come in <laughs> <laughs> oh here the keys under the mat <laughs> but like yeah i guess i'm what i'm saying is it doesn't seem that weird to me but n- n- no i think the method is interesting i think that if you like i think she shouldn't have set up the hit somebody else should have set up the hit to On be her. like yeah so that she's not calling and being like hey can you come kill me it's like hey can you call this hitman and tell him to come kill me i guess then that's, that's implicating the other thing. people no it's not because 
then the hitman doesn't know that she's a part of it. You know what I mean? Oh. If he didn't know she was a part of it, he would have just killed her. Just, oh, I get it. Yeah. I get it. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Cool. <laughs> yeah. I love <laughs> So she's stupid. <laughs> I needed a mansplain for that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Truly. <laughs> I'm barely a man. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good product you could sell is barely, barely a, a mansplain. Man. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no honey you're wrong you're just like um actually like it's just kind of like this yeah <laughs> just a gentle yeah a gentle mansplain <laughs> beta mansplain <laughs> ba mansplain body odor mansplain <laughs> B- oh. wow oh. babes bound should we do a little reader mail let's do it okay Oh, I had that dream about you. A oh my God, weeks ago. tell me what happened. <laughs> Where somebody was trying to be really nice to you uh, and they kept like uh, pandering to you and just like trying to like compliment you and you just turned around and slapped him so hard that his <gasps> head freaking off. <laughs> <laughs> no. Ah! <laughs> it was so great. Oh my God, so that's satisfying. amazing. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> clear off. <laughs> was it scary? No, it was like really funny. <laughs> Did you and I laugh about it? And you dream? didn't. I was weirdly just a fly on the wall. I don't you think you knew observing. I was there. Yeah. Well, that's powerful. <laughs> Hopefully, it's foreshadowing. I love to see you <laughs> slap somebody's head off. <laughs> I love a slap your head right, right the off. fuck off. It was like a very good surprise. It was really funny. <laughs> <laughs> wow. So in the dream, you were like, I didn't see this coming. Yeah. Wow. My own mind surprised me. Yep. My God. I love it. (sighs) All right. All right. Dear Lara and sweetie pie guest, long time reader, medium time caller. One of my best friends was texting me this past week, trying to get advice about birth control. She knows I've been on the Depo Provera shot for a while. I was asking if it had any side effects, specifically weight gain. Here's the troll. This friend is beautiful and super skinny, the kind of skinny that can wear anything and look chic. She literally started exercising six months ago for the first time in her life. She's had health issues before, but wanted to know if I experienced weight gain or appetite increase because she was hoping she could gain weight on birth control. This sent me into a spiral. One, could I attribute my weight gain to my birth control? Was I actually not eating super shitty and just experiencing side effects of hormones? Could this whole time I've been eating, beating myself, <laughs> eating myself up, <laughs> beating myself up over not eating clean, really not be my fault, but my birth control? Two, who the fuck does this girl think she is? Does she know how I've struggled with my relationship with food and exercise for years? What kind of monster asks another woman if she's experienced weight gain in hopes that she might be able to gain weight herself? What the fuck? I pretty much know the answers to both questions. One, I really didn't experience weight gain just because of my birth control. My eating habits are fairly healthy, but I don't really restrict myself from anything only because patterns of restriction have led to me disordered eating in the past Two, this friend has no idea about my relationship with food and exercise but still what the fuck go away bitch i guess i'm just asking if the never-ending troll of my messed up relationship with food and exercise ever goes away are there women out there who are actually happy with their bodies does that exist anywhere sometimes i wonder if i will finally be at peace when i decide to have children but is it fucked up that one of the main reasons among seven thousand others that i don't feel ready to have kids is because i'm scared of the weight gain and another part is stoked and wants to be pregnant because i can finally let my stomach hang out 
I know you've talked about your relationship with food a little bit and maybe your cutie guests can weigh in, but I feel so trapped, especially this week. I haven't felt so consumed by my thoughts about food and exercise and the hopeless question, will this troll ever leave me? And if the answer is no, how can I make it less of a presence in my life? I currently see a therapist once a week and I've discussed my past and present with food a few times. I'm actually scheduled to see him this afternoon and I know we'll be deep diving. What else can I do to escape the body image troll? Thanks for all you do with Babe, Sup, and SATC3. You are always a light of my week. Love, light, and laws. Body image, babe. 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 This <laughs> fucked me up because <laughs> I literally am talking about this like currently uh-huh. and dealing with this exact same thought. With birth control? No. I don't take birth control. Oh, I nice. just exist. Just That's my birth control. <laughs> <laughs> I stay at home, and sit on my couch, smoke weed, drink a little wine, uh-huh. eat five donuts. That's my birth yeah. control. Um, I don't know if like, I don't know. Food is such a trigger for me mm-hmm. and like eating and like restrictive eating. I've never, I don't know. It's just a loaded, I have no idea. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like okay, you're kind question. of the same. <laughs> I've never really been stumped before, but like, well, I guess it's like, go ahead. Sorry. No, it's okay. You go ahead. I guess it's like, what's your therapist helping you do? Or like, if you've only brought it up a couple times and is it just kind of like, okay, well, is she giving you things that are actionable that you can do? Or he like, that's the thing I think, I don't know. I feel like, it's so hard to get over body issues and yeah. Yeah. I truly don't know either. I mean, I still find myself like the only thing that I know that makes me feel really good about myself is if I'm eating relatively healthy, not like restrictive eating really, yeah, but like eating like high protein, low carb most of the time and Mm -hmm. then allow like cheat days for myself or like cheat meals yeah, and working out really consistently like four to five times a week. Yeah. And then I start to get into a zone where I feel like I always know when it's like I do like a little dance in the mirror or something by myself where I'm like, Oh, I'm sexy. And that's, I'm like, I've hit that so- that sweet spot where yeah. it's like, I may not, I'll never be like a size two. I mean, never do one day yeah. <laughs> no, but i probably will never be a size two again and even when i was i was like severely like disordered and like fucked up but like i know but there's some sort of magic combination of things that then allows me to feel really sexy and empowered in my own skin and i think that that's different that combination is really different for everyone yeah and i don't it's not like a prescriptive thing that I can say. And it's definitely not a prescriptive thing that I do all the time because it's like, I'm really, I think like binary when it comes to like food and exercise and diet, it's either like I'm doing it and I'm like all in or I'm not doing it. And I'm fucking housing dominoes and like, (laughs) (laughs) and like really leaning into just being like job of the hut. But that does not feel good. Like long-term that makes me feel worse. I was the same way in terms of like, 
I would really get into a workout regime and a healthy eating regime. And then I'd like get knocked off for a few days and then I'd just be like, fuck it. Yeah. And then, uh, also my therapist helped me think about it differently and not see that moment of like indulging as the end of everything. And that things are, uh, everything you do is contributing to like every time you get back in the game, so to speak, like start doing it again is worth it. And you shouldn't, you know, you shouldn't totally give up. And that's been helping me this year. But I'm, I've been on my own little journey this year with weight loss, really trying to apply it. And I'm like right now at my lowest that I've been in a few years, which feels good. But I also am like stalling right now. Mm-hmm. And it's very discouraging. And I'm like, <gasps> that's God. A t- yeah. And it's also because I'm like also enjoying life and like going to dinner and like, you know, trying not, I don't know. It's a fucking crazy struggle. And I think the thing to remember is that you're not alone (laughs) yeah and it's not unusual and like you know i'm sure my mom thinks i'm getting too skinny or you know like it's just so relative Mm -hmm. (sighs) yeah just don't be too hard on yourself yeah because that that doesn't help and if you're like beating yourself up about you know it's fine to hold yourself accountable and be like, yeah, I am eating not the best that I should. And that's why, and that's okay to take responsibility, but don't be mean to yourself about it. Yeah. Cause that's being nice to yourself is going to help you in the long run. Yeah. And just like consistency in the long run is going to help you too. Like it's not, I feel like a lot of people including me look at like weight loss or like getting fit in a really like short term basis where it's like, I'm just going to kill myself for like the next three months and then I'll be like skinny. And I've done that and I've seen results of that, but they never have lasted because as soon as I achieve, then I'm just like, fuck it, like time to party. (laughs) And then like immediately gain it all back. And then I go through the cycle again and then the barf cycle of like trying. <laughs> that should be your workout place instead of soul cycle, barf, barf cycle. cycle. It's just only for people who are getting back into working out after yeah. a really long hiatus. Yeah. And it's, it's not only, an you endorsement can only do of four bulimia. classes. Yeah. No, it's just to like me being like, I know how much this sucks. Yeah. This is a safe place to work out and barf for and like until little, you get into like out of your barf cycle. You've got those little feed bags like they have for horses. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just strap these on. They had that get on the treadmill. <laughs> when I did had surgery, those were like the kind of barf oh, bags. They oh my could god! Oh, they could have little funnels where oh, it yeah. all just goes into a barf depository. Yeah, <laughs> and then like the barf powers the like yes. all the, How, no, the gas it, from the barf and the yes. acid powers the whole building, or it feeds the the pigs that are (laughs) on treadmills below powering the treadmills above (laughs) is this helpful advice (laughs) so i have a new business barf cycle (laughs) thank you so much for inspiring me with your beautiful question um one more thing i would like to posit to you dear reader is it's not about like the food necessarily, I would say. And it's not about like the exercise. It's more about like your relationship and like your patterns with all of that. Mm -hmm. And then those, if you can like go even deeper, which I'm sure you will with your therapist and like kind of dig to 
like the emotions that they're tied to. And then when we're at the first place you were your first memory of feeling that emotion and really start to like figure out when that negative feeling happened to you in your life and like start working with that. That can be really helpful too, which is like exactly what I've been doing with my therapist. Um, one other thing that really worked for me, that's like a, it's just a practical thing is just writing down what you eat every day. And that's really, it's hard because it's, it's not counting calories. It's just like writing down what you've eaten yeah, and just keeping a food log. And it's funny because it just works Mm -hmm. because you just like just being honest about it. Even if you ate poorly or like, you know, indulge or had extra or whatever, just writing it down before even trying to change anything has been helpful for me when I feel like I'm like going off the rails and I'm just like, I'm not like, okay, I have to change everything right away. It's just like, I'm writing down everything and then something switches in my mind and I'm like, I don't want to eat that today. And I actually don't want to, instead of feeling like I'm depriving myself. It's a weird, it's like a cognitive thing that happens when you just, just write it down and don't judge yourself, but just like being accountable, I guess it's like, yeah, that's great advice. Yeah. I'll piggyback on that and recommend a product, which is sugar bear vitamins, sugar bear hair vitamins, (laughs) team James. James. (laughs) Um, Goop sells something called a wellness journal and I bought one. I have yet to even put one small letter of writing into it, but (laughs) I have it. And that's the most important thing, Mm -hmm. but it's basically the kind of the same thing you just said, where it has you write down like the food that you eat every day. It holds you accountable for like drinking Mm -hmm. enough water every day and like taking any medications that you might need to take. You can create like long-term goals and it keeps checking in with you. So if you want like more of a prompt kind of guide, just go to goop and search the wellness journal i think that they have it. it's like a little pink journal chic it's a cutie yeah uh and also one last thing i think it's fun it's a the like body positivity movement is kind of weird to me in that like it is because it's like it makes me feel bad for not loving my body kind of yeah and also it's like okay i can be okay with my body right now and also want a better body mm-hmm. at the same time or like my body right now for certain things and also want to change it because sometimes that message, the messaging is just like, just, just love yourself how you are and that's, and stay how you are. Yeah. It's like, what if I want to change and I am not mad about wanting to change and it's not because I hate myself. It's just like, I want to change. So mm-hmm. I don't know. I find that messaging sometimes a little bit like, Toxic, (laughs) toxic positivity, toxic positivity. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. That's a real thing. Okay. Also, I would unfollow anyone on Instagram that makes you feel bad about your body, Mm -hmm. like models or anyone that you would see and like compare yourself to. I just feel like it's like, why not? Why even give yourself the chance to go down that road? Yeah. I did that a long time ago. It helped certainly or at least mute them yeah yeah mute yeah. and then like i've even like thought about 
stopping fucking with the daily mail because i think that even like starts to really eat away at me (laughs) and that's just hard because i love the daily mail but you gotta do what you gotta do make some sacrifices yeah self-care but it will get easier over time yeah and then you'll eventually realize that it's all your parents fault (laughs) (laughs) and you can always turn to math yeah Hi, Lara and guest. Longtime reader, first time caller here, hailing from the true hell that is gentrified Brooklyn. (laughs) I'm a recent transplant from Tennessee, so I understand Lara's pain of growing up in a conservative hellscape and dealing with evangelical conservative relatives. My grandmother recently discontinued her National Geographic subscription because of an article mentioning evolution. So family politics are always a fun, sexy combo at holidays. Anyways, that's not why I'm here. I would love your advice on a friend breakup I had about six months ago. A longtime friend from college and former roommate and I had a final falling out. And TBH, I feel extreme relief, but other close friends are making me feel awful and saying I'm abandoning her in a time of need. Here's a list of some of her antics over the course of our friendship. Calling me desperate because I said Andy Samberg was hot. Like yelling this at a bar. Andy Samberg is hot. (laughs) Ruining a pair of my boots and hiding them in a shed in our shared backyard when we were roommates. (laughs) Ghosting me after agreeing to pay for a couch after I moved out. Hooking up with two of my exes and calling me insecure when she started pursuing a third while we were living together and I got weird about it. Getting mad that I didn't want to stand outside my apartment and wait while she brought a random guy home to my place to hook up while she was visiting me in NYC. Apparently, I wasn't being a good host. Oh, dear. Hooking up with one of her family friend's boyfriends and claiming I'm not a feminist when I told her that's not cool. Our entire friendship has been me cleaning up her messes and consoling her when she gets in trouble. It's been a roller coaster for my mental health, and I feel really bad about how much she struggles, but there's only so much I can take. The final straw was another drunk blow up she had with me over FaceTime. And I was like, yeah, I'm done. And I haven't reached out since and have blocked all communication. Anyways, she recently got back together with a terrible ex. And after immediately moving in together, they got in a fight that resulted in her pushing him through a window and her getting arrested for domestic violence or something. Oh, God. (laughs) Good God. I want to meet this person. (laughs) She's a real mess. (laughs) Apparently, in jail, she found out she was pregnant. (gasps) Do they do pregnancy tests in jail? Unsure. And while there is slight speculation of who the father is, she's keeping it and potentially getting married to her boyfriend. All this after she got fired for drunk calling her boss's brother's voicemail and talking shit about her boss on multiple voicemails. Many of my friends are making me feel like a complete asshole for not reaching out to my longtime ex-friend of seven years during her time of need. But like, this sounds like a situation that's beyond draining emotionally, and I'm sending her positive vibes from afar. <laughs> Am I a selfish ass and and reach out and con- should I reach out and console her or should I continue to keep my distance? Apparently, she's really having a terrible time right now mentally and is terrified, which I can understand. Love and light, a confused friend dumping babe. P.S. Lara, I know you want a cutie pug, and I fully support that journey. However, I will say they're incredibly stupid dogs. (laughs) My family had one when I was a teenager. One time I was taking a basket full of shitty Hollister and American Eagle clothes to Pluto's closet to try and resell when I was like 18 or something. Apparently the bitchy cashier told me they couldn't take any of my clothes because they were soiled. I was livid and promptly let them know I washed all the clothes myself and I knew they were clean. 
However, when I got home, I noticed our dog had climbed in the basket and buried a small pug brew under the clothes. Oh, no. I don't know. Maybe he was actually smart now that I think about it because that was a pretty good troll. Anyways, thanks for all you do. Please have an NYC babe meetup in the future. How dare you speak about pugs (laughs) in that way? We're not answering. I'm not. Yeah. You're on your own now. Guess you'll never know. (laughs) Um, I don't think you're an asshole at all. No. Oh, my God. You're not her doctor. You're not her therapist. You went through bullshit. Your ex-friends. What's done is done. All these readers who write in and they're like, my friend was a horrible awful person to me so i stopped talking to her and my other friends are mean to me about it that's i know that's like a constant trend yeah i think that that's a 20s thing too yeah because when you get in your 30s and you drop a friend no one says shit to you about it and it's just like it is what it is Yeah. yeah you're not gonna have like a gang up of anyone and if you do you're in the wrong friend group so you drop all the rest of them and like move on with your life yeah <laughs> but like yeah, I think that that's just specifically kind of like a college or post-college kind of vibe. Yeah. This friend sounds like a real handful. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She sounds like a little, a little good for a story. Yeah, <laughs> but, good for a story, but like bad for your mental health. Yeah, no, you're not at all abandoning her. She's... No. You can't... That She has family. If she's doing that poorly, you can't be responsible for... And, like, what are you going to do that's going to, like, help her in this situation? Well, and also, is she reaching out to you for help? Or is are you just being shamed into reaching out to her? And also, it's like, if yeah... she's not reaching she's, out, then just let it go. I know. Maybe part of me feels like maybe she's telling the other friends, like, oh, I really wish so-and-so would, like, reach out to me. Maybe. But like subtweeting and <laughs> that's not she's not respecting the boundary. No. I mean, if you really want to talk to her, you can say, here's what I expect from you in order to keep being friends. This is what I need. Yeah. You either get on board with that and do X, Y, Z or you don't. And then we don't have to be friends anymore. Boundaries. Boundaries are major. Yeah. And that's like, don't let anybody shame you into letting them down Mm-mm. or compromising yourself for this person. You're just going to lose your own energy. Yeah. In that situation. Totally. And once you've like set the boundary, that's all you have to do. And if someone really respects you, they'll honor it. And then you can like go from there. Yeah. And it's like a great way to just like draw the line in the sand. Yeah. But also it sounds like you're, your feeling of like deep relief after <laughs> pulling the plug on the friendship. I've been there before yeah. and you should trust that emotion. Well, and also it doesn't, if you it doesn't really sound like you care. <laughs> yeah. So why would you like, you're not going to be helping this person if you genuinely don't care, which is fair. Yeah. It's like, if you don't care, then why would you need to get involved? That's yeah. not, don't like hate support. Yeah. This person. <laughs> <laughs> Can you drive me to the hospital? <sighs> Like it sounds like you're going through a really yeah. fucking terrible time. Yeah. Who is <laughs> Can <it? laughs> I help in any way? Like, no. Like, Passive you don't want to do that. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. you guys will end up in another fight. Yeah. You've probably been not in that same kind of friend vibe with her for a really long time. Yeah. Which and can't feel good she, for either of you. Yeah. Would she do this for you? Yeah. Not that that's always a good thing to judge or reason to do or not do something, but... I don't know. Sometimes it is. (laughs) So, yeah. Maybe once she has a baby, her prison baby, she'll turn into 
<laughs> more of like a babe exclamation point. Actually, maybe you could turn this into a scam, befriend her, and then have her sign her life rights over to you before she eventually definitely dies soon. <laughs> 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 and then you can sell it to HBO. <laughs> Yeah, if you're going to get back in this friendship, make sure you get something yeah. really tangible yeah. and like monetarily valuable out yeah. of it. Mm-hmm. Don't just go in it for like the null. Selfless reasons. Yeah, there's nothing you need to be selfish. Yeah. Oh my God, someone sent me an email mm-hmm. regarding the hashtag feet to movement that I started. <laughs> Just justice for all my big footed babes out there because no one makes size 11 oh, right, and 12 right. shoes. So they sent me, I guess, Leffler Randall makes size 12 now. Oh, nice. And they're nice. really taking a stand. So feet two is working. Amazing. Yeah. Shoes for all. Shoes for everyone. Well, we're, are you still on your Crocs journey? Uh, yeah. yeah. I, you wore them in New York, right? No, I did uh, not take them to New York because I was not brave enough. But I did see a chic, like, Brooklynite wearing Crocs in the subway. And then today I was in Beverly Hills this morning and I saw a hot guy wearing Crocs in BH. So Crocs are fucking Crocs back. Are They're huge. Yeah. Get on board or get out of here. <laughs> yeah, go fuck yourself. They're back. I've said it before. I'll say it again. Dear Lara and probably Graydon. Hi. Listening to your recent pods made me remember a classic cancer faker from my high school days. Way back in my senior year of 2009, I made sure to take some BS classes to coast on until graduation, team sports, intro to art, etc. One of these classes that I'd been saving was American Sign Language. I heard the teacher was chill and the class was an easy A. The year starts and I find that the rumors were correct. We learned some basics like the alphabet and have minimal homework and projects. About a month or so in, we learned that our teacher was recently diagnosed with some kind of cancer. She started to miss a few classes for treatments here and there. All understandable. When she would show up to teach, our lessons devolved from learning ASL basics to just learning songs. Disney, Broadway, John Legend, you name it, we learned it. We would learn one song, then move on to the next one. Someone asked if we'd be performing these for the school at some point. Nope. Things go on like this for the rest of the semester. I was not one to complain. The teacher was nice, and we all felt awful as she began going through chemo. Got my A, graduated, moved on. Flash forward to about two years ago. I see an old classmate at a mutual friend's. We reminisce about high school, and I bring up our ASL class. My friend laughs and goes on to tell me that our old teacher was fired recently. Why? You guessed it. She was faking the cancer the entire time. The woman would come to school when she would show up and act sick as a dog while wearing a headscarf to hide her hair loss. She really sold it. Faking cancer to an office is one thing, but to an entire school community, I almost admire the balls that took. Mind you, we had a block schedule and she would only have to show up for two or three days a week anyways. I hate working too, but damn. Apparently, the school got tired of her missing random days and asked to see some sort of proof that she was actually in treatment. I guess she couldn't fake the doctor's note, even with all these years to prepare. P.S. Just remembered that a classmate of mine worked at Target that year as well. She was in my free period and would always offer to steal me things from her store. (laughs) I said I was fine and didn't want to get her in trouble. Lame, I know. She said she still does this all the time and even steals for that sign language teacher. (laughs) 
partners in scamming. Guess I should have seen the cancer fake out coming. Is asking a 17-year-old student of yours to swipe some new shoes from Target Chic? I guess it's better than Kohl's. I love that. Wow. Wow. (laughs) A thief by proxy and cancer faker. That's amazing. I love a headscarf. (laughs) Hiding your fake hair loss. Well... Because it's so hard to get the shave down that it's like actual hair loss because you just have stubble within like a day. Oh, yeah. Right? Like, yeah. So I guess you can just do wigs or hair scarf really sells it. Hair scarf is the ultimate sell. Yeah. That's the ultimate. Like, I have really bad cancer that I can't even bring myself to put a wig or a hat on. It's just going to be scarf city from now on (laughs) or for the foreseeable future. But I love the like balls to just like in front of a whole school. Yeah. The the big lie. Like if you were like saying that to hundreds of people, you people are going to believe you. Mm -hmm. The bigger the community that you're duping, the more believable it truly is. You can't just fake like Photoshop a doctor's note. Yeah. You could literally print out a piece of paper with a fake doctor's name and then write like teach has cancer. Yeah. And then like (laughs) But there are like there must be so many technical things about like your blood cells and all this shit that you would need to know if people asked you about it. Like that's the thing I'd be scared about. Is like if somebody else had gone through cancer and was like reaching out to be like, Hey, if you need a ride to chemo or whatever, or like uh yeah, I'd just like be like, um, Sure, I don't. You'd have to like improv the hell out of yeah plate counts and mm-hmm. I don't know. <clears throat> you'd have to really do a lot of research. Yeah, like it's more trouble than it's worth. Yeah, just tell people you're really depressed. Yeah. <laughs> Same diff. <Yeah. laughs> Cancer of the mind. I wonder if there like are. I'm sure there are like depression fakers out there because depression and like anxiety are so like trendy right now. I. I've, I've been like, am I faking this? <laughs> <laughs> and that's the anxiety talking. <laughs> but like TBD, like that's kind of the best thing to fake if you're going to fake an ailment because yeah. you can't like prove that you're depressed. Yeah. Pro- yeah. Can you? I mean, you could like show like what s- your therapist has like diagnosed you with. Can you get an MRI for depression? You can get an MRI for like anything, I'm sure. Yeah. I want to be just so rich that I can get MRIs like monthly. (laughs) I'm looking for constant body imaging. (laughs) You want a full 3D model of your internal internal organs? I want a yearly MRI. No, six every six Six months months would be the premium MRI Mm -hmm. or every quarter. Mm -hmm. You can have like a life-size model of yourself built and just like inspect your own organs. Yeah. Yeah. Like I want to know every single thing that's going on in my body at all times. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Therefore, needs full MRI and like CT scan. Just the works. Put me through it all. Board. Yeah. You need a private doctor. I know. Like a really one of those ones where you just have them on a retainer. Mm -hmm. I know somebody who had one of those, and it was concierge service doctor. Yeah. Yeah. Would just like come to their house anytime when I was in school, and it was like, oh fuck, that's next level. Yeah. That's where it's at. Yep. That's what you get when you're rich. Mm-hmm. Right now, I just have Oscar. But it's pretty good health insurance. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Do they have hot dogs at the Grove? Yeah, in the movie theater. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Dinner. Dinner solved. <laughs> 
Hey, Lara. I'm a huge babe head and pretty much keep watching VPR this season to listen to SUP. I wanted to write and tell you about my fisting experience. I'm a nightclub. <laughs> <Love that> segue. <laughs> I'm a nightclub bartender and have had some crazy sex experiences and I'm always down for new and fun sex journey. And when my drunk alter ego comes out, I usually find myself in one. When I first moved to NYC, my altar used to take me on wild adventures. Now, as I approach the ripe old age of 30, I've calmed down a bit, or I just don't find many things as wild as I used to probably the latter. Anyway, I ended up walking into a random couple's apartment and honestly didn't remember what I'd signed up for besides obviously a non-sex. It's a beautiful weekday morning, kids going to school, birds chirping, and I'm unknowingly about to fist a guy and his boyfriend. (laughs) So I walk into their bedroom and find a sex sling and plenty of toys and what seems to be an excessive amount of lube. The sling caught me by surprise and then all the memories of why I was there came flooding back. So boyfriend number one gets in the sling and boyfriend number two is the more dom and instructed me on the basics. You do start with the Italian claw and work your way into a fist after you've penetrated. Gabagool. Gabagool. In that hole. (laughs) (laughs) I remember the guy shouting because he felt my braided string friendship bracelet and and he forced me to cut it off. Ooh. I guess you're you're not allowed to be friends with whoever made you that. Yeah, did your friendship end that same day. (laughs) After easing in, there's a pretty big cavern to make a fist. I remember they kept using this glue-like lube that they had had to heat up in the microwave. Whoa. Whoa. Another guy came and had the same reaction to me and had no idea there was going to be fisting involved and semi-freaked out, but just ended up fucking the old roast beef hole of boyfriend number one and leaving. (laughs) Not a journey for everyone, and I get that. Well, after going down this rabbit hole and fisting both of them, they got me in the sling, and that was just so much fun. They attempted to try it on me, but when I saw the Elmer's glue coming out, I told (laughs) them that wasn't my jam, and we all just had sex in the sling, and I... took my tight and pretty ass home. <laughs> Long story short, fisting wasn't my journey, but I'm excited to have been a part of it. Love and light. Good for you for following through. Yeah, I love that. Yeah. You're either a fister or a fisty, and this person's a fister. Yeah. I think I'm more of a fisty. Yeah. I don't want to do... Don't want to put... <laughs> I just don't. Put the Italian cloth. I've so tried funny. an Italian... Yeah. I've tried gabagooling, but it yeah. Uh, so you may, I, I'm so fascinated by making the fist inside. I guess you just once you're you, in, then it, you just that's a big, ugh, yeah. But then it probably it's just, in the chamber. It's in already, the chamber, and yeah, then once it's the in, then kind of anything goes. Yeah, <laughs> but I think it all happens pretty slowly. I love the like big buckets of lube. Like, <laughs> I, if somebody's profile picture or something on whatever sites have them and then in the big background in the background there's like a industrial sized tub of lube on the side of the bed with the big pump oh god a pump lube <laughs> really tells you a lot about what you're gonna get into if you yeah. choose to go there and their walls are usually painted like dark blue <sighs> glossy yeah classic <laughs> or like red glossy or something like that there's a type there is a type yeah what kind like of- fisting and 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 there's a and good style and taste don't go hand in hand. There's like a yeah. <laughs> no fisting judgment. and taste don't go hand in hand. <laughs> I disagree. The person well, I attempted to fist maybe, had good taste. Okay. 
I guess it's like maybe you just the people with good people who can complete like a full fist, like a constant fist journey. That's yeah, profiling. I think that's unfairly. like. <laughs> I think that if you're if you're like out there with like you're leading with fisting, then maybe there's a correlation with dark blue paint on your walls. Yeah, I'd and say that that's kind of fair, yeah. or like a glossy red paint. <laughs> yeah, or just a glossy paint of any color. Truly. Yeah. yeah. Oh, green. Yeah, I was, green, green was the orange. next place I was going to. I had a roommate who painted a room bright orange. It was the most psychotic. That's psychotic. Thing. Yeah, <laughs> it's like living in a toaster it's oven. Fifty. Yeah. Yeah, there's not, I'm not judging the fisting, but I'm just saying there's a side to it that I think it's like, if your like main motivation and obsession is with fisting, you have a certain decor yeah, <laughs> preference. That's fair to say. Yeah. Prove us wrong. Yeah. Send us <laughs> yeah, pictures send us of pictures your fisting lair. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, cause that's the thing too. It's so involved that I feel like you have to like have a room for it yeah you know what i would like to do and if anyone's listening that wants to make this show happen holler at me babe podcast at gmail.com i want to do like a renovation show where it's like we fix your fisting lair up <laughs> so it's like you're fist it or list it yeah <laughs> <it or> list it <laughs> Where whatever sex room you have, fister upper. I take it. Yeah, fister upper is what it's called, and you can be on it too. Now that you came up with that name, okay, thank you. Fister upper is where we take fisters that have pretty bad decor, yeah, in but in their fisting room, and we are given a budget by the show, yeah. To then like totally renovate and make their fisting room like really chic and cute. And it's not to make it unsexy. No. It still can be sexy. It just can be like a little bit. It can be classy. really sexy, but just we'll really clean up the high color end. palette. It's yeah. like a high end, just like fisting lair. Did you see that uh, house that was listed for sale in this neighborhood? And that it was like, like a upper middle class neighborhood and like a really nice house and kind of like white picket fence neighborhood. And there was in the listing, it was like comes with a sex dungeon and there was like yeah. the St. Mark's cross. Is that what it's called? Mm-hmm. And like that neighbors were up in arms that they were like, this. That place they'd live next, next to a next couple to of perverts. perverts. Yeah. Like fuck off. It had the St. Mark's cross and didn't have like a bed with like a cage underneath it. Yeah. Yeah. Something like that. That was, but it looked chic. really nice. It was, it was like, a really, it was a good fisting lair. Yeah. Yeah. A good little BDSM it was pretty. Grinder has a platform video platform maybe we could convince them oh my god for fister upper, fister upper. <laughs> we Anybody need the who show works at grinder yeah anyone that works at grinder and don't steal this idea i'll yeah. know it if you do yeah we this is copyrighted now this is copyrighted in stamped. the state of california <laughs> yeah. we have staked our claim fister mm-hmm. upper belongs to us mm-hmm. do not steal it or we'll or we'll fist, fist you, you. <laughs> <laughs> double quad you'll get a quad fist and we won't give you the no we're coming in punching we'll come in with a punch and i'm gonna wear a wristwatch (laughs) studded i'll wear an apple watch (laughs) the hermes one that wraps around twice so you'll get right in there (laughs) okay well that's the end of this episode of babe you know what to do with our star meters (laughs) mine went up 15,000 this week. Oh my God. That's amazing. Yeah. Mine's been good. I finally, I just bought, bit the bullet and now I'm on fully on IMDb pro. Oh yeah. So I can vote yeah, for you, my own star meter. 
I don't think it's a vote thing. <laughs> Whatever. We'll see. Um, no idea how it works. Email me, babepodcast at gmail.com for any and all babe thoughts, stories, or advice queries. Follow Graydon at Graydon Shepherd. He's a little cutie. <laughs> Follow me at Lars Marie. And if you want a bonus episode, I changed the Babe Patreon platform to include a weekly bonus episode that we're going to record now. So if you want it, hop on that patreon.com slash babe podcast. Stepping it up. Pledge. And you'll get it. No. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Fist you later. Fist you later. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. 